Welcome to Strange Talk. Hello, strangers. Welcome to another This Week in Crime. Why did I have like a fucking Scottish, like Irish accent? Anyways, it's that time of the week again for another This Week in Crime. So, you know... This Week in Crime is basically where I bring you news articles from the world. Or technically, to be completely honest, most of these news articles come from one person. And that is the man, the myth, the legend that is at the Rocky, the collector. He's the one that basically does all the research for me for this. So I can't stress a thank you as much as I can to that one individual. But Because if the rest of you fuckers would just send me shit, uh, you know... And he, he, he wouldn't have to be the only one to send me stuff. But as long as you guys listen, I guess that's all that fucking matters. Um, but to start things off, nothing really interesting has been going on, I guess. Um, there's, there's some new stuff. I mean, recently R. Kelly was indicted, which I'm not going to be talking about because, I mean, he's getting enough, enough, enough shit out there to begin with. But apparently he was indicted on 10 counts of and here i am talking about him too god i'm a fucking hypocrite um he was indicted on 10 counts of sexual abuse or sexual assault i guess if you will and i heard today this morning actually i'm recording on a wednesday an actual wednesday because i was too much of a lazy fuck to record yesterday um but i heard this morning that he posted bail recently and supposedly his bail was quite a bit of money. I just don't remember the exact number. I don't I don't know if it was like in the hundred thousands or if it was a million. But I know it was somewhere <clears throat> in between. Um, other than that, what's been going on? Nothing has really been going on. I live a very uninteresting life. Very sad and lonely and interesting life. Anyways, uh, so <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Let's see. Um, movies coming out. Uh, Let's see. Um, trying to press for, for stuff to chit-chat with. Um, let's see. Next month, uh, Captain Marvel is going to be coming out. To be honest with you, I'm like into it, but then I'm not. And then, I don't know. I don't know how to feel about it. I feel indifferent to it, if, if I can say. I just feel like... The only thing I'm really looking forward to that movie is not Captain Marvel itself. I'm just looking forward to the scrolls. Now... I know half of my listeners just clicked off right now because they don't want to hear this nerdy ass fucking shit. And I also have my other podcast, which is Talk Nerdy to Me, which we haven't done in quite a while because (laughs) it's funny because we only did one episode and then we haven't come back since because time is just a motherfucker. You think you have time and then you don't. Uh, But other than that, I'm excited to see it. I I hope it, it does well because, you know, I'm looking forward mainly to the end game. That's what I'm looking forward to. And then Monday's episode for Strange Talk Podcast is going to be a cool one. It's going to be a fun one. It's I decided to have I decided to partner up <clears throat> with uh, the wonderful girls at Kills and Chills. If you never heard of their podcast, you should really fucking ask yourself why because they're a very good, funny podcast. Um, they, they have a very unique take on the way they present their stories, and overall, they're 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 fucking good so just go and check them out if you haven't if you're tired of listening to me 
say um and just fucking bore the shit out of you go and check out kills and chills um so look forward to that episode i decided to have them on my podcast and sometime in the future when they decide to get their shit together i'm just kidding but when they um get their stuff done and ready and able to get whatever they need to get done i could be on their episode one day who knows and then they'll lose a lot of listeners because they'll be like why the fuck did you have this douchebag on your fucking podcast but anyways let's get on with it it's another this week in crime um so hopefully i have some uh, spicy meatballs for you guys today so starting off with the first fucking article okay sorry my fucking shit is just being really fucking stupid right now anyway so here's the first article a mother and daughter in bucks county pennsylvania have been arrested in connection with a suspected murder suicide plot after police found the bodies of five family members in their home including two nine-year-old girls shauna decree 45 and her daughter dominique 19 have been charged with five counts of homicide and one count of conspiracy each for allegedly orchestrating a murder-suicide plot. During interviews with the police, both defendants said that everyone in the apartment wanted to die and that the family frequently talked of suicide. Police were called to the horrifying scene on Monday afternoon after a building employee let a child welfare worker into the Decree's apartment building in Mooresville, Pennsylvania for an unannounced well-being check. Police found the bodies of two of the decrees' children. Oh my god, that name is so... Naira? Naira. I'll say Naira, because it's N-A-A-I-R-A-H, Smith. So we'll just leave it as that. Who was 25, and Damon Decree Jr., who was 13. They also found the bodies of Decree's sister, Jamila Campbell, 42, and those of her nine-year-old twin daughters, Imani and Erica Allen. Uh, Campbell also has a son who was not in the apartment at the time and was later found safe. Shanna and Dominique were found in their beds and seemed disoriented according to the probable cause affidavit. In a press conference, Weintraub declined to comment on whether the case was being treated as a planned murder-suicide. And he says, I can't certainly comment on the murder aspect of it because we know that that was accomplished tragically, he said. As far as what the two defendants contemplated themselves, that would be purely speculation at this point. That is a potentiality, though. According to the affidavit, both Shanna and Dominique initially denied playing any role in the murders, then claimed that the three black <laughs> then claimed that three black men, including Campbell's boyfriend, were responsible before confessing to killing their family members. Although the women provided two slightly different accounts, both claimed that Jamila Campbell had assisted in killing the children before her death, and both stated that Dominique had choked Jamila. The affidavit also states that Shania Decree told police that everyone in the apartment, including the 9-year-olds and the 13-year-old, wanted to die, and that everyone in the apartment, including the children, were talking about suicide. Dominique, who was found with injuries around her neck, also repeatedly advised her wish to die during her interview with the police. While it's unclear what the woman's motives may have been, family members speculated that the decree's involvement in a religious organization may have played a role. Apparently, they they had dissected into some type of cult that they materialized online. 
I don't know how or what kind of cult Damon Decree Sr., the ex-husband of Shauna and father of Damon Decree Jr. and Dominique, um, said, adding that family members had been talking about demons being all around them. When asked during the pre- press conference if the Decrees had a history of mental illness in the family, Weintraub said he was unable to comment. And he said, I wish I didn't have to report it. I wish we didn't have to deal with it, but we're sworn to do it. So we do and we will. A visibly moved Weintraub said of the murderers during the press conference, we'll do our best to get justice for those girls and the other three victims. Man, so cults are still a fucking thing, dude. You'd, you'd, you'd think that people would be more like aware of like, hey, this is a fucking cult. A lot of this shit is like a cult, you know, like there's a lot of red flags that I think people could fucking see if they just opened up their goddamn fucking eyes. But apparently it's not. I think it's just because there are certain types of people who have like they're they're more easily manipulated. And I think that's what it is. So I think if you're easily manipulated, you're probably more susceptible to being in a cult. Anyways, here's the next article. Parents are reporting that they've seen videos of Momo from the Momo Challenge appearing in children's videos on YouTube, including Fortnite, Minecraft, and Peppa Pig. I've I, I've only seen this fucking picture, but apparently it was a sculpture of some sort. I don't know. I hear different origins. I heard it was like a Photoshop of a model who somebody Photoshopped an anime girl face, but like if what anime girls look like in real life, and it just turned out to be a really fucking creepy ass shit or something. I really don't know. but. It's 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 not creepy to me. It's not scary. It looks kind of stupid. It looks like if Michael Jackson morphed, like if Michael Jackson was resurrected. That's what it looks like. And it's not creepy. It's just kind of unsettling. It's not that fucking disturbing to me, but it is just a little bit. It's on that uncanny valley, if you will. Now, parents are reporting that some of these videos show Momo holding a knife, too. But is there any proof of this? These are the videos we've found so far. This article comes from Heavy.com. A couple of different Momo Knife videos have been shared on social media recently. But like every other Momo video that has surfaced so far, the videos don't provide proof that they're being shared during children's YouTube videos. So it's not known if these videos are doctored or never actually appeared during a children's video or if they really did appear and were recorded too late to qualify as proof. This Momo Knife video was shared by Belfast, in my opinion, podcast page on Facebook. The particular one appears to to be partially a joke because they act overly scared about the whole thing. In the video, Momo is telling the person to put the knife to their neck, which is what some parents are reporting their kids did see. Another version was circulating on YouTube in July of 2018, right around the time Momo first began surfacing. God, that name's so fucking stupid too, Momo. Momo. <laughs> like, that's the name that, that strikes fear into the heart. Momo. <laughs> like, if you died as something like that, you deserve it because you're a fucking douche. Momo. Really? That sounds so stupid. <laughs> However, this one hasn't resurfaced this time around. In fact, it looks like a lot a spoof video created to get in on the Momo trend. Something creepy does seem to be happening, though, or it's an unproven concern that's gone viral. The mother of the eight-year-old has shared that her son was urged by a Momo video to stab himself in the neck with a kitchen knife. The mom, who's from Edinburgh, I'm sorry, Edinburgh, said her son saw Momo on YouTube videos and became scared of the dark and worried about being alone. He pointed to an image of Momo on her phone and said the creature had told him to put a knife in his neck. 
One of the earlier videos came from Sarah Gibson on Facebook, who said her son John was watching Peppa Pig on kids' YouTube when a video showed up in the middle of the Peppa video showing Momo threatening the viewer. You can hear a voice saying in a sing-song manner, Momo's gonna kill you. That video was later deleted from Gibson's Facebook page without explanation or made private. And you can watch a YouTube version of that original post on YouTube. Sarah Gibson said at the time that her son John actually saw the video until, um, sorry, Sarah Gibson said that at the time her son John actually saw the video while watching Peppa Pig. Um, the video that was in the screenshot can still be viewed on YouTube. Um, it appears that more than one version of the video is circulating, judging by this Facebook post from M. Kim Kim. Another person shared a video on Facebook showing someone talking to the Momo challenge and how the account responded. It's not clear if this is similar to what happens every time when Momo is contacted. The number for the Momo challenge sometimes changes. The original Momo challenge was on WhatsApp and encouraged people to contact changing WhatsApp numbers. People who contacted the number received disturbing images and according to some accounts from around the world were ultimately encouraged to kill themselves. You can read more details about what happened in the WhatsApp version in Heavy Story. I mean, Heavy Story here. Numerous people have posted online saying that their children have personally seen the videos, mostly within the England area. So people in England are fucked, I guess. However, none of these reports include actual proof that it happened during a children's YouTube video. Some of the reports don't indicate an actual Momo video, but do say that Momo shows up in the corner of the video. For example. On Reddit, one user wrote the following saying that her niece was watching Minecraft and her mom's cell phone, I'm sorry, on her mom's cell phone, and a Momo picture was in the corner of the screen. It was just there edited onto the video. I took the cell phone from her and gave it back to my mom. So this commenter is saying she saw it personally. Another person wrote that her daughter showed her, her a Momo picture on a, I hate saying that fucking name. Oh my god, I feel like a fucking child saying that. Momo. On a video that she was watching too. The picture was also in the corner. Video had no challenge or de um, demand outside of the game, they wrote. This next one is a secondhand information from a commenter saying that their neighbor's friend's saw, uh, son saw Momo talking to him in the middle of a Peppa Pig video. Since the original source is so far removed, it's unclear if this is accurate. Um, I'll guess I'll read the comment because I realize I'm reading to you these little um, snippets of the story from the article and I'm not reading the actual comment. So the, this is what the commenter said on Reddit. This is what he posted. My neighbor's buddy said his son was watching what looked like a Peppa Pig video on YouTube and in the middle of the video, this Momo creature told him to take his mom's keys and start the car while it's in the garage and sit inside the car. Fuck, that's brutal. Despite all the reports, there's still no proof. There is one video circulating that shows a Momo photo edited into a kind uh kinder eggs video but this video is so open about the whole thing that they even label the video momo kinder joy surprise egg versus chupa chupa troll surprise ball toy jesus these fucking names the youtube account is called video for kids earlier today the same channel uploaded a new video called momo kinder joy egg surprise unboxing these videos however don't show any of the momo content that parents have been warning about it's not completely unheard of for disturbing content to make its way into kids' YouTube videos. Just a few days ago, YouTube kids removed children's video that had been spliced to show disturbing content with suicide instructions in the middle, ABC News reported. Pediatrician Dr. Free Hess found the content. It showed a cartoon character who would appeal to children 
but four minutes into the video, a frame with a man demonstrating how to commit suicide was spliced in. There's also quite a few parody videos that get mistaken for children's videos because they're so similar, and they end up being very disturbing. Here's a disturbing example from Peppa Pig. It's not a Momo video, but it shows a very disturbing Peppa parody video where Peppa eats a relative and carves bacon from her arm. <laughs> Warning, some may find the video disturbing. Some have noted that the thumbnails may appear normal, misleading people about the video's content. Some have theorized that certain channels might upload innocent YouTube videos so they're deemed safe and then rip a legitimate children's video and re-upload it with the disturbing content edited in. It's not known if this happened with Momo. However, since it's not yet proven that the Splice videos actually appeared, the Momo image itself is actually from a Japanese special effects company. So I guess that's where it originated from, was from a special effects Japanese company. Um, so this isn't the first time that YouTube has found itself in the sea of controversy that is the fucked up and disturbed. Um, I mean, there's the whole Pizzagate. Well, no, not Pizzagate. I'm sorry, the Elsagate thing. The thing that I want to stress to you, okay, I'm a, I'm a parent, I'm a father, I have a child, and I do let her watch videos on YouTube. But here's the thing that's really not hard to do. Okay, so I'll tell you. So this is what you do as a parent. And I'm not saying that you don't do this. I'm just saying that I know there's some out there that probably do this. Don't just let your kid watch whatever the fuck they want. Just take a few moments, a few minutes. It's not going to kill you to just spend a little bit of extra time because I know we all don't have time. You know, time time escapes us and everything and whatnot, what have you. But just take a few moments to just sit by your kid and be like, hey, what you watching? Can I see it too? And if you think it's fucked up, then you fucking change it or you take it away from them. The thing is, YouTube shouldn't tell you how to be a parent. Nobody should tell you how to be a parent. You should know what you need to do as a parent and the responsibilities that it comes with of being a parent. Now, having said that, I do think there is some responsibility on YouTube that they need to get their shit together and they need to just figure out, hey, uh, okay, um, these videos are happening. It's making us look bad. We need to fucking do something about it. Instead of just kind of saying, oh, no, we have an algorithm. Because I'll be honest, I think the algorithm is kind of fucking shit. Because I've, I, when I was doing my research on the Elsagate conspiracy episode, if you haven't heard the episode, why don't you dig in the back folds of the of my archive that is Strange Talk Podcast so you can hear that episode of the conspiracy theory about Pizzagate and um, Elsagate. But um, when I was doing my research, I was learning about the ag- algorithm that YouTube has. And I, it's just basically an AI software that they implement into their system where it counts not counts, but it watches countless videos that are uploaded daily to YouTube. So obviously it's an AI program and it's going to make mistakes just as much as a human would make mistakes, you know? But I believe if I remember correctly, what I read was that it only watches up to like 30 seconds of video and then it gets rid of it. And it's, and if within that 30 seconds, it deems, Oh, okay. It's a, it's an okay video. It passes. What I think needs to be done, because I do believe when YouTube was first starting out, this is what they had before, they would hire people to actually go through videos that were being uploaded so they can watch it and make sure the videos are fine. And I get it, that's a fucking boring job, but to be honest with you, I'd fucking do it. I'd do it, just as long as I'm making a difference. But that's what I would do. I, I feel like YouTube just needs to hire people that just... Eight hours a day, just spend their time... Because you're spending your time on fucking YouTube anyways, might as well just get fucking paid for it. You know, so... 
That's what I would do. I would just sit there and just watch countless videos and okay, this video is safe. This video is not safe. And I would like to narrow it down, like look through the children's videos and stuff. But you as a parent, don't blame YouTube. YouTube is at fault partly, but you know, you do have to take the responsibility and make sure you're involved with your kids and make sure you want, you, you, you're paying attention to what they're watching. You know, it, it's like saying like, this video game caused my kid to kill this person. No, you did because you weren't involved in your children's life. You need to be able to be, you need to be able to sit down with your kid and tell them like, Hey, this is make believe it's not real. Don't listen to this shit. Don't do that. Don't fucking touch that. Don't, you know, do it. It's not hard. <sighs> Anyways, let's get on to the next article. South Africa funeral firm to sue a pastor for resurrection stunt. A group of funeral directors in South Africa say that they will sue a self-styled prophet who claims to have resurrected a dead man. A viral video of Pastor Elf Luca shows him shouting, rise up to a man lying down in a coffin, who then jerks upright to cheers from worshippers. The funeral company say they were manipulated into being involved. The spectacle seen outside Pastor Luca's church near Johannesburg has been ridiculed and condemned by many. There are no such things as miracles, the Commission for the Promotion and Protection of Cultural, Religious, and Linguistic Communities, communities, or the CRL Rights Commission, told South Africa's national broadcaster. They are made up to try to get money from the hopelessness of our people. Tricked three companies. Three funeral companies who say they were manipulated by the scheme are now taking legal action for damage to their reputation. Kingdom Blue, Kings and Queens Funeral Service, and Black Phoenix told local... Black Phoenix? That's the name of a funeral home? That's kind of a cool name. Sounds like a fucking superhero. Black Phoenix. Told local media that church representatives tricked them in different ways. Alleged family members of the deceased told the Kings and Queens Funeral Service that they had, that they had a dispute with a different funeral service provider. Uh, the customers also allegedly placed Black Phoenix stickers on their private car to look credible to King's and Queen's funeral services when they went to hire a hearse from them. The coffin, the funeral directors say, was acquired from Kingdom Blue. Pastor Luca's church, Alleluia, Alleluia Ministries International, has not responded to the BBC's request for a comment. Um... The, the, so I'm not even going to try to fucking say that. It's just a news article that's, it's, I mean, it's a news site that's in Africa, African, and I can't fucking say that word. Saying the dead man was in fact already alive when he was brought to the premises in Kramerville. I mean, I get that. I mean, I get that they're mad because it is a scheme, but I mean, how, how can these people really blindly believe that? Oh my God, he's fucking, he resurrects somebody. Pastor Luca had only completed a miracle that God had already started. Alleluia International <laughs> Ministries is quoted by the Swotan as saying, the BBC's Milton Nikosi says the video has sparked a national debate on fake pastors and had been widely condemned by established religious groups. However, some South Africans have taken to social media with the hashtag Hashtag resurrection challenge to see the funny side. 
It's the latest high-profile row over religious leaders in the country who make extraordinary claims to their congregations. So, again, it's religious religion just trying to fuck people out of their hard-earned money. <laughs> All right, let's get to this next one. And it's, again, YouTube, which I kind of pressed on a little bit um, in the previous article about the stupid fucking name thing, Momo. God, that's such a stupid name. And if that puts fear into your heart, you should really take a step back. Go into a mirror and ask yourself why. Because that's such a stupid fucking name. The sinister content... Um, I'm sorry, suicide instructions spliced into kids' cartoons on YouTube and YouTube Kids. The sinister content was first flagged by doctors on the pediatrician-run parenting blog PettyMom.com and later reported by the Washington Post. An anonymous physician mother initially spotted the content while watching cartoons with her son on YouTube Kids as a distraction while he had a nosebleed. Four minutes and 45 seconds into a video, the cartoon cuts away to a clip of a man who many readers have pointed out resembles internet personality, internet personality Joji, formerly known as Filthy Frank. And that is him. I, I, I used to watch Filthy Frank. I like Filthy Frank because he had dark humor and he was funny to me. And that's who that is because that's where, that's where they got that fucking little clip from. Because in a video, he's making fun of emo kids, I think, if I recall, because this was years ago. But in that particular video, um, Filthy Frank or Joji, whoever the fuck you know him as, because basically, Filthy Frank used to be this really popular guy. You might know him as um, another character. He was he was called the Pink Guy. He would wear this like long, not long, but he would wear like sort of like long jongs. He would just wear a full suit costume, and it was pink, and his face would stick out, and he would speak Japanese or just be really fucking stupid and obnoxious. But that's where I got into him from was because of the Pink Guy. But there's a particular video where he's just Filthy Frank, and he's talking about kids committing suicide and in the video he states you cut um he goes remember kids cut um sideways for attention or long ways for results and that was the joke because he was saying like you know just he was just being fucking stupid but what i'm guessing is what happening in this article and and youtube was some fucking edgelord kid decided to splice that in and pass it off of his kids videos to say hey look what i did and i think that's what happened i'm not saying that you know i'm just saying it may or may not have happened that way but i'm just saying anyways to continue on um who many readers have pointed out resembles internet personality joji or formerly filthy frank he walks onto the screen and simulates cutting his wrist and he says remember kids sideways for attention long ways for results he says and then walks off screen the video then quickly flips back to the cartoon. I am disturbed. I am saddened. I am disgusted, the physician wrote, but I am also relieved that I was there to see this video with my own eyes so that I could take the appropriate actions to protect my family. Those actions include deleting the YouTube Kids app and forever banning it from the house, which you should because the YouTube Cabs, the YouTube Cad, Cabs, the YouTube Kids app is just fucked at this point and you should not use it. Just use regular YouTube and make sure you're keeping an eye on where your kids watching. That particular video was later taken down from YouTube Kids after the doctor reported it to YouTube. However, parents have since discovered that several other cartoons contain information about how to commit suicide, including the same spliced-in video clip. In a subsequent blog post, pediatrician Free Hess, who runs Pediamom, reported another cartoon, this time on YouTube, with the clip spliced in at 4 minutes and 44 seconds. That cartoon was also later taken down, but Hess captured a recording of it beforehand, which you can view in this blog, which I got from Ars Tech 
technica.com. Um, we work to make the videos, and this is what YouTube, I guess, said. Uh, in an emailed statement, a spokesperson for YouTube told um, told us, we work to make the videos in YouTube Kids family-friendly and take feedback very seriously. We appreciate people drawing problematic content to our attention and make it possible for anyone to flag a video. Flag videos are manually reviewed 24-7 and any videos that don't belong in the app are removed. We've also been investing in new controls for parents, including the ability to handpick videos and channels in the app. We are making constant improvements to our systems and recognize that recognize there's more work to do. So basically they're saying, yeah, we fucked up, but it's okay. Nadine Caslow, a past president of the American Psychological Association and professor at Emory University School of Medicine, told the Post that simply taking down the videos isn't enough. For children who have been exposed, they've been exposed. There needs to be messaging. This is why it's not okay. Vulnerable children, perhaps too young to understand suicide, may develop nightmares or try harming themselves out of curiosity, she warned. Suicide is the third leading cause of death among individuals between the ages of 10 and 24. According to the data from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, however, more youth survive suicide attempts than die. Each year, emergency departments nationwide treat self-inflicted injuries in 150,000 youth between the ages of 10 and 24. 16% of high school students reported seriously considering suicide in a nationwide survey. Suicide tips stashed in otherwise benign cartoons are just the latest ghastly twist in the corruption of kids' content on YouTube and YouTube Kids. For years, the video sharing company has struggled with a whack-a-mole-style effort to keep a variety of disturbing and potentially scarring content out of videos targeting children. Videos have been found with adult content ranging from foul language to depictions of mass shootings, alcohol use, fetishes, human trafficking stories, and sexual situations. Many contain and attract clicks with popular cartoon characters such as Elsa from the 2013 animated Disney film Frozen. This chilling phenomenon has been referred to as Elsagate. See, I told you. Though YouTube has deleted channels and removed videos, Hess points out that it's still easy to find a plethora of horrifying content aimed at children on YouTube Kids. Last week, YouTube lost several advertisers, including Fortnite maker Epic Games, Disney, and Nestle over a wormhole into a softcore pedophilia ring. Interesting. Very interesting. So this next article is of nurses release cockroaches to get a transfer from a ward. Suspicions were raised when experts released the insects originated. Suspect. Wait, what? Suspicions were raised when experts realized the insects originated in Central and South America, and some were disoriented. Nurses at a hospital in Naples may have released cockroaches into a ward in order to get it closed. Police have said, media in the southern Ital- Italian city, media in the southern Italian city have reported detectives suspect the insects were introduced in introduced to the accident and emergency ward at the Vicio Pellegrini Hospital by st- staff who wanted to be transferred to less demanding jobs. A patient filmed some of the bugs and put the video on social media. Hospital director Maria Corvino told the Times. It was extraordinarily grave. Nurses and trade unices appeared to have sabotaged the Pellegrini in order to obtain a transfer elsewhere, she said. It is believed the bugs were brought into the hospital in a bag containing sawdust and a sheet. Authorities' suspicions were raised when an expert found the cockroaches were not local ones, but from Central and South America. 
Emilio Novielio from the University of Naples Department of Veterinary Medicine told a local radio station they were examples of Platypica dubia, which come from Argentina and Brazil. That accounted for the fact that some of the insects appeared to be disoriented when they were found, while others were on their backs as if they had just been scattered, he explained. Such creatures are normally used to feed reptiles and readily available both on the internet and in specialist shops dealing in exotic animals, he added. It is not the first time staff have been suspected of introducing insects to hospitals in the city. Last year, a patient at the San Giovanni Bosco Hospital was filmed covered in ants. An investigation found open sachets of sugar scattered around staff lockers. Last month, a further investigation of ants was found in the resuscitation department. So that's the end of that article. And now, I don't like to leave you guys, but unfortunately, this is the last article of This Week in Crime. Uh, so I'm going to give it to you. Bootleg liquor kills at least 150 in India's latest mass alcohol poisoning. After a long day's picking leaves on tea plantations in India's remote northeast, some laborers like to relax with a glass of cheap, strong, locally brewed liquor. Most can't afford the brand name stuff, <laughs> obviously, but Indian authorities reportedly say at least 150 people have died and some 200 others are hospitalized after drinking tainted alcohol in three recent days. Some are in critical condition. This is the second mass outbreak of alcohol poisoning in India within two weeks. As many as 100 people died from the same thing in Uttar Pradesh and neighboring states earlier this month. In that incident, survivors said the liquor was unusually milky in color and smelled like diesel fuel. Oh, man. What they all drink is illegally made but widespread in India. It's called hooch or country liquor a type of bootleg booze you can buy in most villages at a counter, by the glass, or in little plastic single-serving pouches. It's much cheaper than branded, regulated alcohol. Sometimes it's a brewed or fermented concoction similar to beer or wine. Other times it's distilled into spirits. Police said Saturday that they've traced the latest deaths in Assam State's Golak, Golagat and Jorhat districts to batches of local hooch laced with methyl, methyly alcohol, sometimes also called methanol or wood alcohol. It can be used as a fuel or industrial solvent, cheese, and it's widely available in Indian markets. But if consumed, it attacks the central nervous system and is often deadly. Illicit liquor is often spiked with other chemicals to increase its potency. Many customers can only afford to buy small amounts. Plantation workers started fall, falling ill and fainting on Thursday. Since then, they've been rushed to local hospitals by the dozens. Symptoms include intense stomach pain, sudden blindness, vomiting, and heart failure. Jesus, can you imagine? Just like, ah, I can't fucking see. Like, it just, you just start throwing up and shitting, like, everywhere. I had bought half a liter of wine and drank it before eating. Initially, everything was normal, but after some time, my head started hurting. One hospitalized tea plantation worker told the BBC, where I did not get the article, but I actually got the article from NPR, National Public Radio. The headache grew so much that I could not eat or sleep. An Indian newspaper ran a photo of the victim withering in a hospital bed, being held down by several people while nurses administer treatment. A second photo shows a body wrapped in a blue tarp laid out on the lawn of a house while mourners sit around. 
Local media say up to 12 people have been arrested and others are being questioned. The state of Assam has opened an investigation. Investigators are scrambling to trace batches of the liquor that may have been sold at several different roadside stands or markets. Assam is famous for tea and obviously famous for people dying from alcohol poisoning. It's the largest tea growing state with thousands of plantations that produce more than half of all the tea that comes from India. Millions of people work in the tea industry there. Deaths from illegally brewed or distilled liquor are common in India, but this month's outbreaks are the deadliest in several years. Well, that's going to do it for me on this episode of uh, This Week in Crime. I hope you guys enjoyed the shenanigans and the the what-have-you and the what-have-me and and whatnot. But uh, stay tuned for Monday's episode, which I said is going to be a special crossover episode of um, I'm doing a story with the Kills and Chills. So prepare your sexy ear holes for that shit because that shit's coming at you. Um, on Monday, so stay tuned for that. They bring in a very interesting case, one that I've never heard of actually, but it apparently happened in, I believe, Mexico or El Salvador. I don't really remember where they said it came from, but I know it comes from somewhere over there. But, anyways, uh, so yeah, they bring an interesting case. They bring their flavor, their spicy uh, meatball flavor of uh, humor and what have you. So, you know, prepare for that. Um, also, if you want to follow me on uh, social media, you, on Instagram, you know, maybe you can follow me at Strange Talk Podcast. If you want to send me articles or shit, you just want to talk to me, talk shit to me, I don't give a fuck. Just go ahead and send me stuff via email at Strange Talk Podcast at Outlook.com. If you want to help support the show, visit patreon.com forward slash strange talk podcast to become a tier member because why not why not if you enjoy the show why not support it and do something good with your life i guess (laughs) but um so yeah thank you again for listening to this episode of this week in crime stay tuned for monday's episode it's gonna be fun hopefully it's fun i don't know because i'm not gonna lie i was kind of nervous when they came on um so i felt like i didn't really bring nothing i felt like they made more of the show than i did which is sad but anyways i digress um have fun live long and um you know i only live by two things that's uh what is it eat ass and live fast or was it live fast and eat ass there you go all right stay strange everybody peace out